Hey, this is Max, and welcome to the Ronin System Podcast. Today, I have a special guest, um, old co-worker of mine, old colleague of mine, that uh, is actually doing some pretty interesting stuff, putting my Jared. He's uh, starting up a blog called The Champ- uh, Champion's Path, or The Champion's Path? I it's The Champion's kind of Path. The yeah. Champion's Path. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so Jared, why don't you uh, give us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Max. Um, yeah, so back in... 2005, I, I joined the Marine Corps. I spent eight years in the Marines, um, deployed multiple times um, in support of Operation Iraqi Freedom, Operation Enduring Freedom, um, Resolute Support. Ended up getting out in 2013, went into the firearms, virtual firearms training simulation space, projection based uh, virtual reality, augmented reality. Spent uh, several years in that um, and ended up wanting to spend more time with my family. I am a father of four, been married for almost 14 years now, uh, have four children, I was spending a lot of time away, you know, with the, with the Marine Corps, with, uh, with the uh, firearms simulations training all around the world. My AO the area of operation was uh, the continental United States, as well as Oconus, so outside of the continental United States, primarily in Southeast Asia. Uh, so spent a lot of time out there, ended up deciding with my wife, Jennifer, decided, hey, you know, it's time to spend more time home. My kids are getting older. Um, so we settled down in Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh, I ended up, like you had said, you know, we old, old colleague um, ended up uh, you know, joining a company called Ag Data, doing market analytics, um, and now I'm a program manager over there. I also do uh, sales uh, with a company called Crisis Response Leadership Training, which is a, a virtual uh, tabletop simulation. So I'm still within the space, but kind of branched off uh, as a consultant. Um, so that's what I'm doing now, and now I have started up with a, a couple of buddies of mine, the uh, the Champions Path. So it's a, a blog that originally was something that I wanted to do as a hobby, you know, really just take that time to take my thoughts and put it down on paper or digital paper, if you will. And, yeah. uh, and it ended up turning into an idea of something that we can provide for others who are in a similar with a similar mindset, uh, more for you know that that camaraderie, the the brotherhood, but then with the mentor mentee relationships, uh, leadership, uh, and just you know stoic philosophy teachings. Um, so that's that's really where I'm at right now. So just really quick, going on that tabletop thing, mm-hmm. what does that what does that mean? Like tabletop. So, yeah, so think of a board game, you know, like tabletop okay, board that, games. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, but I wasn't right, sure. Right, right. So, so typically with uh, the simulations, especially for firearm simulations, which is projection-based, um, it, it's almost like the Duck Hunt game from the old Nintendo. Okay, yeah. yeah. And uh, But, you know, there's a, a lot of ballistic uh, properties, data tables, um, uh, you know, as well as outside influences, 
such as weather conditions. Um, so wind, uh, rain, right? Uh, all these different types of uh, weather conditions. Uh, and what these typically military and law enforcement agencies will utilize these virtual systems for uh, weapons familiarization. So FAM fires, they, they, the U.S. Army, use, uh, Marine Corps, actually all the branches of service uses it for their uh, proof of record. So they'll, they'll fire, they'll qual, uh, practice, and then they'll go out to the live fire ranges uh, and shoot their, their service weapons. Um, in virtual reality is obviously fully submerged, uh, 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 immersive, um, where they have you know, the headset on, they've got weapon systems, uh, and then augmented reality is, is a mixture of reality with uh, like virtual targets within, within you know, a shoe house or, or what have you. With the tabletop, it's a little different. It's almost like a RTS, a real-time strategy video game, uh, where you, you have a, the bird's eye view. And the, the tabletop simulation is geared more towards the leadership. So like a scene commander that arrives at a crisis situation in, in an emergency situation that has to coordinate with, you know, wh where are all the vehicles parking? Where is, you know, where's mass casualties? collection points going to be where is you know the certain teams entering exiting um and the like so that's yeah. that's the tabletop in a nutshell mm -hmm. so it's it's kind of like the difference between like combat training and, and like planning and st like strategy like correct yeah things. yeah absolutely the tabletop is more like chess you know it, it's yeah. like it, a, a chess player will think you know two three four moves ahead what are, what are the second order effects or the third order effects whereas you know for instance in the virtual space uh virtual reality and it, it split second decision making uh whether a um you know an individual reaches in their pocket for a wallet or reaches in their their you know to pull a pistol out of a holster making those split second decisions you're not thinking about the second third order effects uh it's it's really self-preservation at that point yeah, um, and, and being able to be in situation, safe situations to make those decisions before you're out in the real world, having to make those decisions for the first time. Um, so the tabletop is more a, of a chess match uh, versus the in the moment that virtual reality and the projection based uh, platforms provide. Yeah, that's that's actually super interesting. Mm -hmm. um, so really quickly, just going back to the the champion's path um really kind of wanted to talk about you know like because I, I when you when you first pitched it to me um I, I felt like it was very similar to what we're doing here it's like the Ronin system podcast um and really so just to give some uh insight on on why it's called the Ronin system um I'm taking like the original not really original but like one of the, one of the, one of the original meanings of the word Ronin like mm -hmm. when you hear Ronin, like a lot of people, they think um, it's like, oh, those are the like samurai or, or ninja or whatever, the, the Japanese guys <laughs> back in the day, right? Yeah. Like, um, and like some people, it's like, oh, the, the sort of like uh, masterless warriors or, or um, whatever. But, you know, the, the original meaning, like it literally translates to wave man. Um, Interesting. Which, yeah. So, like in in the Japanese and, and even Chinese culture, because it's very similar there, um, it meant like a wanderer, like a nomad. Mm -hmm. um, so I wanted that to sort of reflect the the original meaning is is that, you know, 
the the ronin's like the ronin system is, is meant to revolve around like exploring new new paths and, and getting mm -hmm. out there and essentially like wandering like kind of like a wanderlust mm -hmm. um and it you know it sounds cool too <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah so for the champions path um you know i think there's a lot of like crossover where you know a lot of our um, intended ideals and 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 mm -hmm. you know like my mantra in life um you know it's like you don't get good you only get better um mm -hmm. so it's like always like a constant state of like self self-improvement and, and growth mm -hmm. um and you know like that's that's one of the key factors of being a champion really in anything not just in life but in in, in general it's just like um constantly constantly seeking growth and constantly trying to improve and, and you know um like my wrestling coach's idea of like sometimes happy never satisfied i guess so yeah it, it, there's a lot of similarities there i think so um I wanted to ask you, you know, like what, what was your motivation and like, what was your sort of like meaning behind the name? Yeah, absolutely. So like I had said, originally, I wanted to uh, put, put out this blog as a, a hobby to get my thoughts down um, because I was interested and I've, I've always been interested in becoming a better person, you know, reflecting on, you know, certain situations, uh, understanding what was done correctly, what I could have done differently, how to improve uh, upon that situation for, you know, the, the next time that comes about. And also being a father, it's important to me that I, I've got to practice what I preach. You know, I'm, I'm, my kids are, are, my eldest is in middle school now, uh, and then the other three are elementary age. So, you know, they're, they're really just at that point of just ingestion of, of you know life where you know they they have influence from peers they have influence from their teachers um influence from social media sites um and and it's like well you know where 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 does their compass point their their moral compass where does their their work ethic come from and it's as a father it's my responsibility to ensure that i guide them appropriately to what i believe is is the right path Right. So I, I decided, hey, let me go ahead and put my thoughts down on paper so I can really articulate this, break it down so I can reference it and and understand who I am, what what I believe my roles and responsibilities are now that they're getting older. And so that's that's how it started, essentially. Uh, the, the name The Champion's Path came about off of you know, nothing special other than I wanted it to be and have this sense of a journey and you know it, it's like uh, the journey of a thousand miles starts with with one with one step and it was like well you know it's not the end result that it's not getting to the top of the mountain that's exciting it's it's the path that you take along along your hike that that's interesting and exciting and that you learn a lot from you know getting to the top of the mountain is great but the the journey itself um, so I didn't want to name it the journey. Um, and yeah. I just came up, <laughs> so I just, I, I, you know, I came up with the champion's path and I thought it sounded great. And, and it really aligned with, with my motivation behind the site itself. Um, and, and like you had said, I, I pitched it to several individuals just to see, you know, what their thoughts were on the concept itself, because if this was something that I thought I could benefit from, then why not put it out there? So other people can possibly benefit from it as well. And then we could 
start a thought-provoking discussion on the different articles and topics that I put out there. Um, so that that's really how it started, and that's that was the motivation behind it was was you know being a father. Yeah. And and not to not to you know take away, but also being a a good husband as well. Um, you know, I've been in in a few industries that the statistics were against the the success of my marriage. Um, you know, military being one it has a high uh, divorce rate. You know, the statistics show that as, as as well as in law enforcement. Now, I wasn't in law enforcement, but it you know they're kind of one in the same uh, you know family dynamic lifestyle, and uh, you know how how it was. And I sat and, and reflected on how. And what was the contributing factors to the success of my marriage? Like I said, I've, I've been married. This August will be 14 years where the majority of my, my friends, my buddies, uh, you know, guys that were, I was in the Marine Corps with all, all divorced now, you know, they're, they're broke, you know, now they, and they had children. So, so it's, it's a broken home. You know, what did I do successfully? What did Jen and I do together successfully? that we've had this marriage um, last and, and and will continue to last until death do a, us part. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Hopefully. You know, that, yeah, yeah, for sure. And, uh, and that's, you know, that, that was, that's the motivation behind it. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Um, and I know there's three others, right? It's not just you uh, putting out mm-hmm. those, those posts. Yeah. So, like, yeah. They're yeah, all military guys, right? Uh, yeah, they are. So Ali Fayad, he was in the Marine Corps as well. Um, great guy. Um, there's Brant McGee. He was in the Army and uh, the the Coast Guard. Uh, and then uh, Todd Langley. He's uh, he was a singleton operator, uh, special operations within the Army. Um, but myself, Brant, Ali, we're not special operators. Just uh, you know, those regular running and gunning kind of guys. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so we're those are the four initially um, that that are pushing out articles uh, currently on the site um, that are active within the social media circles. Um, so how did how did you actually get like how how did you meet them? I guess. Yeah, that that's a good question. So uh, I'll start with Brant. Uh, Brant is an interesting guy. He was he was on the alone series first season uh the history channels alone he's a actually a a family friend uh from albemarle north carolina where i originally came from and uh so when i was coming back from romania in 2016 on a contract i called him up and he was currently out in africa training burundi troops as a cadre and I think they were fighting Boko Haram. Uh, so he was he was out there training con- under uh, AfriCap contract, training these Burundi troops. I had never been to Africa, and, and that was one of my uh, goals. It was on my bucket list. Now, I've been through the Suez Canal, but I, I wanted to get boots on the ground. So I, I shot him a message, and, and I ha- asked him, I was like, hey, are you still out in Africa? And he was like, no, I'm, I'm back home working for a company called Megat. And I was like, well, what the hell is, what the hell is a megat? <laughs> and uh, come to find out that was the, the simulations and training company. Um, 
So that was really the start, even though he had been a family friend prior, that was really the start in 2016 uh, of a more like intimate uh, relation and professional relationship uh, with Brandt. Uh, so I jumped on board with, uh, with him on the teams uh, out at, at Megat. The company was bought and, and they changed the name to Inveris Training Solutions. But uh, that, that's how I initially, um, I guess, started professionally interacting with, with Brant. Um, Ali, say, kind of the same boat. He, uh, he, was, he was in the Marine Corps. We were in the service together. Uh, but similar to, to what I did when I got out going into the, the private security sector, he went uh, to, uh, on, on PSD teams, uh, uh, private security details on WIPs contracts, um, diplomatic um, embassies uh, for for um, executive protection. He was a mutual, uh, I guess, acquaintance. I was, uh, I, you know, in our it kind of in our circle, we we know individuals, and those individuals know other individuals, and then like those individuals kind of know other individuals that know yeah, yeah. who we are. So it's like. <laughs> Um, I, I was introduced to him uh, kind of in a similar circle, um, and he ended up also coming after he came back, I think, from from uh, Baghdad. He came and worked for Inveris Training Solutions as well, uh, and so that's the professional um, link to Ali. Uh, Todd Langley is the CEO and founder of CRLT, which is Crisis Response Leadership Training. I, uh, I met him through networking, uh, really liked his platform, really liked his software. I thought it had a, a huge requirement within the space and, a not, and, and there isn't a whole lot of competition when it comes to the leadership training um, within these certain agencies. There's a lot of competition when it comes to the boots on the ground the guys at the bottom, the patrol officers, the, the straight leg grunts, uh, the guys that carry the weapons that need training, right? That deal in, in certain, you know, communication situations. But there, there's, there's a lot of competition in that space uh, because there's a lot of money in it. Uh, but there isn't a whole lot of competition within the, the senior leadership. Uh, so I really liked his, his software. I really liked his program. Um, so we got to talking uh, and I jumped on board as a contract consultant um, and, and sales uh, personnel on his team. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, I'd have to imagine also, I mean, I was going to say like the connection of, of everyone having military um, mm -hmm. service experience was, was like the connecting factor, like a, mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's really the shoe in, you know, because yeah, yeah. I, I've gone to so many events you know even like going to the carnival or whatever and you see the guy with the, the marine corps hat and you're like semper fi motherfucker you know and it's like you know and then you just have a conversation for for 20 30 minutes uh and then you forget your family is just you know eating their their cotton candy and whatnot waiting for you to stop talking to this old guy yeah but uh you know it's it's that it's the camaraderie it's it's the the bond and that is where kind of the champion's path has evolved so it started as a, you know, let me put my thoughts on paper. Let me, uh, you know, try to help others who are going through certain similar circumstances, how I overcame them. 
um, mainly on leadership uh, and the tenets of that. And then it slowly evolved to, you know, and this was, you know, kind of a, a running conversation with myself and Ali and Brant. And it was, you know, hey, we could really start very thought-provoking conversations with others who are going through these similar situations and have a like mentor-mentee, um, brotherhood, network, support community. Um, and that's really how, it, where it's at right now is that it's evolved into let's set up a network of support for mentors and mentees to connect to each other. Um, because, it, it, you know, there's, you'll probably like this, Max, there's an old proverb um, that talks about iron, <clears throat> excuse me, iron. And it says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. And this, this quote is, is such an amazing and thought-provoking quote, because as a, as a mentee to the mentor, uh, you know, you, you are getting advice, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, sharpening your skills, just like iron sharpens iron, you're, you're sharpening your skills, you're sharpening your knowledge, you're sharpening your character. Uh, but what's great about it is that iron sharpens iron. So you, the mentee also sharpens the mentor himself. Um, so it's just like the old saying that you can do, but teaching is really where you start to learn. Yeah. Um, so, you know, being a teacher, you, you are also learning and to play back on, on your point of, you know, you, you go through life and, you know, it's, it's just continuous learning, continuous self-reflection and improvement, and you'll never get to the top of the hill uh, like my earlier analogy, it's it's really the the path. It's the hike that that gets you higher and higher, and, and you know to get to the top is the goal. Um, but being a mentor, you're also continuing to sharpen your own skills and knowledge and character. Yeah, for sure. Like actually, that iron sharpens iron thing is is honestly um, I don't want to say overused mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's an extremely common mm -hmm. saying um, in the martial arts world you know I've been doing mm -hmm. jujitsu and, and martial arts in general for really long time I think like my zoom meeting will end soon hold down <laughs> this doesn't need up, upgrade oh jeez uh -oh. um, we can start another quick yeah, but um, it's it's a really common thing in in, in the martial mm -hmm. arts world. You know, we're we're always saying that, and and um, specifically in jujitsu too, it's like a lot of um, a lot of the higher level guys and top level guys like myself, we um, we we tend to want to teach more as we get better, just because mm -hmm. that's gonna that's really the only way that we can start to get better, mm -hmm. you know, because like there's gonna come a certain point where you know, as, as a, as a black belt, like black belts in jujitsu, it takes like nine, 10, 12, 20 years to get it. Mm, Whereas in other martial that's arts, crazy. yeah. In other martial arts, like judo, uh, karate, taekwondo, it's, um, you know, you can see a black belt as early as three years on mm. average. I think it's four or five, um, sometimes even six for the more hardcore places. Um, mm. but you know, like that's, that's more the beginning of their, like they, they've mastered the basics and they're moving on from there into like the advanced stuff, you know, like a lot of those guys, they're not really ready to teach classes or anything, but in jujitsu, like these black belts, you know, they, they kind of like hit a plateau because like 
especially in the smaller, more rural areas, like mm-hmm. you get a black belt and all of a sudden you're the top guy in the area. So like, what are you going to do now? Mm-hmm. You have to right. start teaching others to sharpen your own skills, you know, like, mm-hmm. and it's, it's always going back to like the fundamentals of like, you know, sticking with like, you know, like the kiss kiss thing is like, keep it simple, mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it starts to get like that. And that, that iron sharpens iron. We, 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 um, I mean, I personally don't say it, but a mm-hmm. bunch of my, I guess peers, the other black belts, you know, they, they say it quite often, you know, because it's, it really is a, a very meaningful, full saying, even if it is um, overused. Um, yeah. And it, it might be overused because it is such a yeah, yeah. Um, quote, you know, and it, it really emphasizes on the idea that this growth and improvement is a two-way street, you know, and a lot of people don't, or, or, or overlook that sometimes when they, when they get into those leadership positions is that they get so, uh, you know, that tunnel vision where, you know, they're like, I, I am the, I'm the leader. I know you're the student. Listen to me. Yeah. And, and what's great about this quote is that it does emphasize that, you know, it's, 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 it's two ways, you know, you're, you're constantly learning and sharpening your skills as a leader as well. Yeah. And so one other thing I wanted to, um, talk to you about as well, you know, like you mentioned chess and I know you're, you're pretty mm-hmm. avid in chess. Um, mm-hmm. I, myself, I try and play chess every day online. Not very good. <laughs> like like <laughs> 900 in the, in the yellow rating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's novice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, <laughs> gotcha. Um, you know, like I, I try and live by this sort of a uh, system and also try and encourage others to live by a system of, of, you know, constant improvement, but also focusing on on really three separate things like the physical obviously i have jujitsu martial arts i have i'm an avid fitness guy and and a rock climb but Mm -hmm. also challenging yourself mentally you know like with chess um i've started to pick up pool pretty heavily as well like um you know the game pool pool uh, uh, like the billiards yeah yeah i've picked that up pretty heavily Mm -hmm. and also like a spiritual not really challenge but spiritual journey you know i'm I'm buddhist by nature and, Mm -hmm. and it's something that you know, I, I do meditate, um, on occasion. And so I wanted to see if you actually have a similar thoughts on that as well, it's just to have your self live by those three sort of systems where you're constantly trying to prove those three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very similar. It's, it's very important to train constantly for it's like the the saying uh, use it or lose it yeah um, you know it, it's like you got to keep your brain sharp you got to stay physically fit um and, and you know you you have to stay and i believe that being spiritual is a very important aspect of being a human being uh i'm a i'm a christian um so different than being buddhist but still similar in, in the aspects that there's reflection on a higher power and to to which uh you know you try to strive and emulate um so to go back to chess i I wrote an article called why you should play chess every day uh and i believe that playing chess every day is something that is incredibly important especially for for those of you and out in leadership positions um and i don't mean just professionally being a father is being a leader, you know, being responsible for something is being a leader. And the reason why is because you have the duty and responsibility to make good choices 
for good outcomes. And what's great about chess is that there, it, there isn't any dumb luck. It's not any typical board game where you're rolling dice or pulling cards. All the moves are deliberate. And when you lose a, a match, it's, you, have, you have only yourself to blame. Uh, at some point during the match, you've, you've blundered, you've made some mistakes. Uh, you could have won, but you didn't, right? There's pieces that you could have protected, um, strategies that you could have implemented. And what's great about chess mentally is that it forces you, if you're playing with purpose, it forces you to sit down and analyze your decision-making skills, uh, strategy, accountability, and responsibility, and, and improve upon that. Um, you know, physically, it's it. Like you had said, uh, for you, you know, I love sweating man i don't know it's weird uh, i guess i wouldn't have joined the marine corps if i didn't yeah um, <laughs> but i you know i find some i find peace and it's funny because it's like all, all all of those encompass uh the feeling when i'm i'm working out you know whether i'm uh cycle you know my knees aren't what they used to be i'm almost 40 um but my you know so i do a lot of cycling now yeah. um i i'll lift uh free weights but when I'm on that bike, man, it's just, you know, it's just a great therapeutic, like just disconnect from society when I'm on that. Uh, just all my uh, anxiety and stresses go away. You know, I just feel the air on my face. You know, it's like, it's just great. I don't even know how to describe it. It's, yeah, it's just it's like the release yeah, of endorphins. Sure, yeah. Yeah. And I think everybody can, can, you know, find something similar to that where it's just, you're in the zone. You know, you, you, you block out all other factors and you're just in the zone. You know, I'm pedaling, I'm sweating. Uh, the wind feels great. I'm listening to some music and I'm just in my own, my, uh, like my own universe at that point. Yeah. Um, so I, I also, uh, on the spiritual side, you know, I, there's a lot of things that I do as a Christian that isn't really mainstream primarily uh celebrate the holidays you know christmas halloween um what's what's the other easter uh things like that so you know i i read the bible try extract the requirements of what god teaches yeah and try to live my life by that and and, and one of those things is to not follow the traditions of man and the traditions of man are these specific holidays. Yeah. Um, so never heard I don't know how, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how deep you want to go with, with, with that, but uh, yeah. So, you know, all, all of those are something that I hold um, quite high. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's awesome. Um, I know we're running out of time on this freaking zoom thing. Yeah. How much longer do we have? We have one minute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't worry. We're going to continue our conversation with Jared in the next episode. Um, and by the way, how do we actually find the champion's path? Yeah. So right now the best way is on Instagram uh, at the champion's path uh, is the best Avenue. I do have a link tree on there to the website, to the discord. Um, and then you can also find my personal uh, on Instagram, which is jared.kuastani. J-A-R-E-D dot K-O-O-H-E-S-T-A-N-I. Cool, cool. For the Champions Path, I actually went to the um, 
the website. Mm-hmm. Or, do you have plans yeah, yeah. to change the website like URL? Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. I think right now it's just the the free wix.com. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's <laughs> it's like jaredkostani.wixsite.com slash the champions path. Uh, so yeah, I do have plans to change it to the championspath.net. Um not in any hurry to do that right now. Um, probably within the next couple of weeks, we'll probably change that over okay. uh, as, as more articles come out. Uh, Ali, myself, and, and Brant are more than likely, there, there's talks about starting a podcast. Uh, okay. And I think once that kicks off, we'll probably uh, you know register an, an actual URL. Yeah, I actually use, um, I use words, uh, wait, no. WordPress. WordPress. Yeah, WordPress mm-hmm. and... Um... That's for the the blog part. I actually started a blog first, and then I use that for the the actual website, and I use Podbean for the podcast. Um, I know there's others out there, but Podbean's worked the best for me so far. I actually pay a subscription to both WordPress and Podbean just to have the domain name and the podcast going. Mm-hmm. So, um, just something to think about. If you ever wanted to, you know, talk about the options there, you know. I'm not, I'm no expert, but I'm available. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I'm sure there's something that you know that I don't, um, yeah. being a lot further ahead in the game than we are. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So, um, just so that I have the end and starts, um, that's it for the first part, part one of Jared Kuhistani and the champion's path. If you uh, like what you heard, uh, feel free to go check out the Champions Path on Instagram. It's the um, at the Champions Path, and they also have a link tree. Um, I don't have an Instagram, as you all know, but um, feel free to check it out if you do. Um, thank you for listening. Get out there, get hungry, and good luck. <laughs>